it's Rossi on Wrestling. I am your host, Jason Rossi. And with me, as always, my tag team partner in the podcast, Sphere. It is Billy Biceps. Billy, what's going on? Word life, guys. Word life. You know what? Looking tan, Rossi. Looking oh, thank tan. you. I Returning from Aruba, we, it's, been a, it's been a hot minute since we've, uh, you know, slaved over these, these you know, smoking microphones. I've been and requested. I was asked last night and a few times. I, I've been requested? I've been like, like by the ladies? Well, yeah, Slide into the DMs at BillyD2411. Yep. I almost forgot. I was yep. going to say 24-7 because I use all your sign-ins. There's a little hint on some <laughs> of your things. But it's not Billy D, so don't worry. Um, yeah. No, no, no. Wait, like, wait so um, you've been requested. Yeah, yeah. We've been uh, last night at Bocce. Zach Bocce? Like, what are you, 90? We, yeah. We need your thoughts on the wild card. Like, I was asked that, and then... Uh, people of the Jabbernark are like, where's the podcast? Some of them listen. So you know what? You know what they always say? Uh, what is it? Um, d- not departure makes the heart distance, gro- distance makes the heart makes- grow fonder. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed it. Some of the even the you know some of our very uh, friendly people on the Twitter machine have reached out and been like, hey, I haven't heard any of this. Hey, what's going on here? I like it. Thank yeah. you. But I'll obviously, try- we, we, it was yeah. unintentional. Some for personal reasons, some tanning reasons. I didn't just go to Revere Tan, even though Revere Tan is not just a place locally. I, that's like a national chain. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know there that until I was one in Revere. I've been there. Yeah. Uh, oh, you were a tanner. Prom season, like uh, oh, 2003, God. I think it was. Boy. I that was the one I went to. Yeah, I, there was a lot of like a lot of people tan. My wife spray tan. Uh, spray tan's a big thing. Yeah, I, I need I, a tan. I'm pasty as shit. You sh- you should try a spray tan. I thought about uh, it, but it doesn't last. So I yeah. guess you have to do it for like I want and then a real you go tan. in. Yeah. Right, well then get get outside. All right, yeah, today is nice. Yeah, we have a nice. We're recording on a beautiful day here in the city of Boston. But yes, so we are going to get into some of the big things that have happened in WWE this week, including the wild card. No, we're not talking about the playoffs. No, we're not talking about the Carolina Hurricanes or the St. Louis Blues or I'm in the save NHL. All of this for the actual time we get to talk about it because I have thoughts. Oh, I, I, thank you, Bill. I'm, I'm glad you have thoughts. Good. The podcast will continue. Billy has thoughts. It's going to be on his gravestone. Um, but you can listen to this podcast as you are right now. Subscribe to us on iTunes. We're on Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere you find your podcast. We're still working on the Spotify. Some people reach out about that. Listen, I don't know how long it takes them to do it, but we have requested it. It is out there for Spotify to jump on board. But, uh, you know, always get involved with us. At BillyD2411, at Jason D. Rossi. We're going to start off with some worldwide wrestling news. So AEW Can't All for it now. Elite Wrestling, boy, if they they got to be feeling good about that, what they're uh, getting into the Con family, just laughing. But they officially will be announcing a television deal with either with whatever it is, Warner Media, whether it's TNT or TBS, that's yet to be described. But it will be coming out this coming Wednesday. They're going to be doing an event. It's called Warner Media's upfront event where it's going to be happening at Madison Square Garden. So there is going to be a TV deal. It's going to be A-E-W. inked this week. AEW. I cannot you know, wait now. Like, AEW. I heard the chance WWE live. has fucked themselves. And I think people are going to be so ready for it now because, I mean, I, I, I can't wait till we talk about this. All right, we'll get to that. Actually. But let me ask you this. What night do you want AEW on your television? Monday. You want them to go head-to-head? Fuck it. I don't want to watch Raw anymore. And yeah. I'm going to encourage the people who listen to this podcast yeah. to boycott Raw. If you want to know what happens, the Jabberknocker does a great job of oh, recapping gonna, the wait, whole week. Already? Yeah, already. already. Like, we're, like, we're going to be doing some... Um, we're doing other podcasts coming up. Not we're just going to ding other podcasts? <laughs> no, we're gonna, no, no, no. We're going to do, like, you know, predictions for the pay-per-view, Kurt Angle, all that stuff coming up. Yep. Don't watch wrestling. It's bad. Listen to us. Don't watch. Yeah. Please. Like, I think it's funny you say like, that. Like, it's like write your congressman because this shit's fucked. 
All right, we'll get to. So you want Monday nights for AEW? So yeah, you have an alternative. Fuck yeah. All right, you know what? I like the idea of Tuesday because they're coming off of Tuesdays. But uh, you know what? They're never going to do Monday or a Friday, let's say, to go head to head. But it would be interesting Monday, especially because right now there is, you know, especially if you're on a network as big as USA. I don't know if they're gonna be that good of a product. I hope they have the talent. Yeah. They got Jim Ross. They could be eventually if they are just the better wrestling show, better storylines, better wrestlers, they will win out. Oh, yeah. The, the, the better product will win out. Well, that's what it's going to come down to. And I guess my other question, how long do you want their television show to be? One hour, 90 minutes. I agree. Max. One hour. I want one hour of AEW. You could do a talking smack type of thing after. I think one hour is a sweet spot. Do I think it will be one hour? No. Probably be two. Don't cause... overexpose people, and you'll be able to tell your stories. I guarantee you they're not having a pay-per-view a month. No. So you're going to be able to do it better than WWE. I think they're going to take a very NXT-style approach. Uh, even what, when TNA was bumping, bumping, they only had like five, six pay-per-views a year. So it was all storylines driven towards those. Like NXT could maybe be the most ideal product if you are AEW just to see how – like they already know this. They're Ring of Honor guys. They've been in New Japan. Like I think they're going to hurt those products a lot more than they're going to hurt WWE overall. But I think yeah, like, I'm hoping if they this... have a one-hour product, that would be – Money. I'm hoping this is true competition. We found out later on that after, I don't know if it was right away or after a little while, ECW was being kind of funded by WWE yeah, and Vince McMahon. But I do remember the buzz in maybe 6th, 7th, 8th grade of ECW, like sneaking down at night to watch it on Saturday nights. Yeah, people were always telling me about it. I never, I never had seen it. I saw it occasionally. It was on like... And locally, it was like the New Hampshire Winds channel. Well, somebody just told me that Sonny was on Al it. And they kept asking like. to see her tits. And I was like, oh, my God. Am I going to actually see them and not just like a, a Google image of her and like a bikini rollerblading, which is still cool. Oh, great but, photos. Great photos. Yeah. Sonny, photogenic woman. Well, not anymore. But um, <laughs> she pooed it. I think she's in jail, too. <laughs> oh, really? I, I don't know. She always seems to be off and on. But I really think they have a chance because right now they have my undivided attention. So... Take the ball and run with it. Yeah, and it's coming right around the corner. We'll jump into Double or Nothing. We are, what, three weekends away from Double or Nothing? in Vegas? It's in Vegas. It you want to go? Uh, if we can, can we? Yeah, I have to see if we can get tickets. Yeah. Let me see. Let me reach out my people. Billy's okay. very thirsty right now. He's a thirsty man. We, He's we, like, we figured out when we're going for uh, Pachi's Oh, we do. Party uh, this too. is breaking news to yeah, me. I've August, not heard. Uh, late August. August oh. 21st. 21st. I'll have to look at my calendar. Is that another person's wedding? I don't know. Maybe I don't in my think life. So. I hope not. I'm gonna go either way. I, yeah. I've never been to Vegas still to this uh, day. It's great. We Vegan should go. Virgin. We should go in three weeks. All right. Let's see if we can do that. But like, here's the card: double or nothing updated card. You have Kip, uh, Caban. I don't actually. Who cares? I'm gonna give you the big ones. You got Britt Baker versus Nia Rose versus Kylie Ray in a three way women's match. Cody versus Dustin Rhodes. This all happened since last time we've talked. I am so excited for that. I'm gonna love that. That's that gonna match be a great right match. there. It couldn't have been a better scenario for either guy. Cody Rhodes is kind of like. Like the trailblazer here, but he's not known as like the greatest wrestler. Cody but Rhodes is a great wrestler. I, I disagree, but I don't think he's bad. I think his aura is bigger than his performance, and that's fine. That's what wrestling kind of is sometimes, and that's okay. I don't need everyone to be the best. Wrestler. I, I agree, his aura is better than the performer, but the performer is, you know, he's eight good. and a half he's out of ten. Bad. Yeah, he's not a bad wrestler, but he's he, as good as Seth Rollins. I would completely disagree, but that's fine. That I would say. 
going into this knowing he didn't have his opponent, I was like, who could they get? How is this going to work? And you heard the rumors of Goldust leaving, and then he's like, I'm not leaving. And then, like, boom, they put that video out. It's his brother. And, and, I it's, think, yeah. and we only saw it once in WWE at a fast lane. And it wasn't even at a WrestleMania. It was a throwaway match again, that you don't remember. Again, they fuck this shit up all the time. Going all the way back to Flair, Hogan, going back to even Miz Mizdow. We wanted a blow-off. <laughs> Wait, buddy, you started it. with Flair I, I'm just Hogan. Saying, I'm and then go saying. even further back. I'm <laughs> just saying, like, A to fucking no, I, Z, they always mess it up no matter how big or how fucking small the feud is. They miss a match that you really fucking want. I would say they've missed more recently than they ever have, but this match I'm really excited for. Then you have Adam Hangman Page, maybe the best name in all of wrestling, Ooh. versus Pac, Adam Hangman Page. That, that's just a great name. And then you're going to have Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho too, and the Young Bucks versus Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix for the AAA Tag Team Championship. Like, those matches we just made, like, those four with the women, like, that is going to be outstanding. You're also going to have that battle. It's like, I think it's called the Casino Royale Battle, or Casino Battle Royale, where you're going to have all these different guys in there, all these independents now that are signing over with AEW. This is going to be a hell of an event. And yeah. we're going we're gonna to cover we're gonna whether go. we're there. Or not. We are going to make this a part of our schedule. Like AEW is going to be a big part of this podcast, I think, because I think Billy, you just—it is you, now. You're, 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 you're. I'm giving you're, up you're on ankle WWE deep right now, and I am very excited. This, like, I think now is an opportunity to start looking at some of these other products. And you have the the G, not the G1 Supercard. Uh, I just forgot what the uh, New Japan Tournament is that they do every year. That I've never actually watched the whole thing. I think this year I'm actually going to want to see. I think what's happened is, and they didn't really need to do it, but WWE has kind of pushed a panic button. And they've tried to react with, you know, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. We're going to give the people what they want, finally. Like, a big-time match to rival AEW. And they're just fucking shit up. And, like, they're not making the right calls in crunch time right now. They're they're, fucking shit up. They're really good result-wise. Like, the wrestlers are really good. The way sometimes, like, I think Money in the Bank, and we're going to get to all that next week. And The wrestling will be good. That's It's always good there. The wrestling was the, good the, Monday the, and Tuesday night. Yeah, the road to get to these things is the problem. But the last piece of news, at least, and this involves WWE and some of your favorites, Mauro Ronaldo recently re-signed Love. with WWE. And, like, breaking news, like, honestly, just happening, like, moments ago, I saw it online, uh, Percy Watson leaving WWE and NXT. I mean, take on personal projects. No I, comment from the company yet. I don't want to be too harsh on him because he's probably a nice guy. But oh, he has been a nice guy. He sucks. He's he's probably he worse than out. Renee Young, and that's saying something because she's terrible. Yeah, she's been just miscast. She's been so bad, miscast. It's, she, it's, it shouldn't be there. And I, it's she's not because she's one of the best backstage comedians oh, yeah. ever. Honestly, yes, ever. She's she the best presence. since Mean Gene. She really is. She's excellent. she's a great. She's, she's great at that. I think it's a tough role to be that third person, and maybe her confidence got just shot right away by people being like, say this, say this, don't say so much. Yeah. But or even she's been be- really bad, and I don't know if she's just mailing it in because Dean's leaving, but she's like, she was put in a position to fail, and she's failed. Yes. So now you have Maronello and Nigel McGinnis officially with NXT. Do you want it to be a two-man booth? Can we get yes, back to a two-man please. booth? Yes, please. That's think, always the best. I think NXT of all the products should be a two-man booth. I fear For that- pay-per-view, you can, you can bring in, like, a big-time guy for I'd a match for or matches. two. Like what they yeah. did with WrestleMania this yeah. year. I know they kept, like, I obviously didn't hear it, but I was seeing it, like, Paige came out for a match. or other, Like, that's cool. Jerry Lawler, Booker T, cool. But, yeah, two-man booth. Or Especially those a, two guys. Oh, they'd be excellent. Because Mauro Ronaldo be has that um, just Jim Ross-esque quality of making everything exciting. Feel and seem bigger. And that other guy, Nigel, McGillis. has the – who was the guy in WCW who always gave you – well, that's a Frankensteiner, but in Lucha Libre, they call that a Hurricane Rana, like well, oh, um, whatever his name was. He was fucking great. Mark Madden. 
one was of, it Mark Madden? I, I think know, it was the other guy. Or uh, Larry Zabisco. One of the, it was Mike one of those Tanae. guys. Mike Tanay. It was Mike Tanay. I made my way through. Every I think it was WCW. Mike Tanay. But he would always just give you like the breakdown of the. Mo- it was just it was entertainment. Yeah, and they don't do that. I mean, NXT of all of them like does a ton of it. But yeah, I agree with you. I think Nigel McGuinness also. Does I'm talking a good about bringing them up to the big show. But that's never gonna happen. You, you no, I can't say have. I should say you never. can't have Corey Graves now on both shows. No, it, well, and I love him. Gonna, I we're think gonna he's get great. to maybe there is a way you could have him on both shows, but let's just dive into it now. It is our main event. It is what we're here to talk about. Is the frustrations of WWE and their recent as WWE Chairman CEO Vince McMahon said he's a genius because he came up with the wild card rule. I have never been more insulted by a product in my entire life. Ooh. This is the worst idea. It may Never not be the product. actual worst idea they've no, ever had. I agree. But I don't think in it's practice, at this time, it was the dumbest thing I think I've ever seen a company do. A wild card rule. One, it's not a sport. Two, you don't have actual competitions between but, the brand. There's no real raw identity. There's no SmackDown identity. There's not even general managers for each ones to be like, hey, mine's better than yours. No, you're just... Two shows that are really the exact same thing. You tried to make them different, waited a week, and were like, fuck, we need Roman Reigns on both shows. Let's make up some bullshit rule that makes no fucking sense. Like, literally, it makes no sense. There's, like, they're not the Yankees, they're not the Red Sox. There's no competition between the two of them. And the wild card rule, what does it mean? Like, we're going to have three people, then there's five people. It's, it's fucking four. ludicrous. People got to stop saying Shane McMahon was one of them. Shane McMahon is not a SmackDown entity, but continue. Either way, they said three, there was yeah. four. Yeah, and then On there's SmackDown, four. there was like seven. <laughs> so here's the best part, or the most frustrating part. So we do the Superstar Shake-Up. Like it, hate it, whatever. And it's a dumb name. You do the redraft brand, whatever. So you do that two weeks ago. So you come off of Raw after WrestleMania. Then you have that. So you're plotting out stuff. Then the next week, we're still changing people. We're still, like, evolving. Oh, CN Elmas. Oh, Andrade's over here. Oh, we're going to put the Good Brothers over here. We're going to put these. Like, just take a second. Look at your look at what you have. Look at all the players that you hand. And this is the big issue. There's way too many guys. And then just say, we're moving this guy to Raw. These people smacked down. Here's going to be our storylines. And go. If you want to do it. But no, it only took them less than seven days. So SmackDown's on a Tuesday. Yeah, six days later on Raw, it's all a jumble. And then the next week, there's this wild card rule by Vince McMahon because Roman Reigns said on Twitter, I'm going to Raw and no one's going to stop me. Okay, first of all, why? He said he had business there. There was no business there. There's also no penalty. There was no like, oh, you can't. No, it became a rule all of a sudden. It was like enhanced. And they like it, they just kept it, it makes there's no rules to play by. Then they make up these rules to play by. Yeah, it's 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 like being it's it's like when you play a game with your nephew. Do it all the time. And as we're playing and he's losing, he starts changing the rules. Like that thing you were doing is worth two points. Mine's now worth four. That's literally what they did. It makes no fucking sense. It's infuriating as a viewer to be like. What am I watching? And I felt so bad for the talent in the ring with Vince McMahon because you know Kofi Kingston is like, this is fucking stupid. And I got to sit here with this senile fucking bastard and be like, that's a great idea, Vince, but, you know, you can do it. Like, like I feel bad. Like, I feel like he's, uh, what was Eminem's mother, like Munchausen syndrome, like making them go to the doctor. Like, I feel bad for the children and the talent are the children and they're being fucking abused the by children this of the fucking future. company. Yeah, you had per- that is a perfect analogy. It's like playing a board game with, with a kid, kid who doesn't know the rules and makes them up as they go along, and it really is frustrating. Because as an adult, like we are talking about wrestling, 
we say to are saying to ourselves, all right, like we know the kid, all right, he's younger, like let him let him win, even though you're like, oh, this isn't really good. Maybe should I tell him, hey, the rules are this? Uh, no, but this is really you're right. This is like where we're watching because when that happened on Monday, when I saw Roman Reigns come out, I was kind of like, let's see where they're gonna go with this because I'm still not in on Roman Reigns. And just to let everybody background here, yeah. it's not too early to boo him. Um, he hasn't really done anything to evolve his character. So nonetheless, so I'm like, I want to see what they're gonna do here. Then he comes out, and then all these people just start coming out. I, I didn't mind that too much because that reminds me a little bit when I was younger, like the highlight or everyone's go right to Just I remember a lot of Raw starting where it's just wild. People just coming out, coming out, coming out. I like that. So they did that also on SmackDown. But at one point, I'm like, okay, so then they set up the matches. So here's the wild card rule. So Roman Reigns is over. Kofi Kingston's over. Then Daniel Bryan is there. It was a good oh. wrestling episode for SmackDown yeah. on Monday Night Raw. It, that, well, the matches were And then fine. they put a championship match. Here's the, the highlight of it all. You already said it. We'll jump ahead a little. Uso Hot or Usi Hot or whatever the fuck well, it was. You know what? We'll get to p- pin that for one second. Kofi Kingston looked like a stud this week. They, 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 Two that... championship matches, yes. which we haven't seen. I don't care. Oh, Lawson was defended. Kofi defended the title the night after WrestleMania. Let's, spoiler. And oh, Seth Rollins said, we'll pick this up another time because we got to beat up these guys for no reason. But you had Kofi Kingston... Made they made him into that champion that he is this week. That is the one he highlight looked strong, of this entire but it, thing. it was surrounded by so much crap. I don't care. Well, fair, but it's just like finally, like I, the whole time, like Kofi Kingston to me, he's like there's not enough end bosses in WWE. Like there's not enough great heels that you like. You want to yeah. see a babyface beat? Yeah, and they're really like who like Brock Lesnar was that, but like not really. Well, he, he was. He's he's that guy. Like Triple H used to be that. Like there's just not those guys because he's not a babyface, but. He, with Kofi Kingston, when he beat Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan's like one of the favorites of all wrestling fans. Yeah. So it's like they, he needed, but like this week, I felt it. Like he beat Daniel Bryan in a great match. Then he was in a triple threat with AJ Styles and Sami Zayn. Like that's like almost like a dream match in a weird way. And it was great. And he's winning these matches and he's holding on to his title. He looks good through this. But like you said, it's muddled in crap. In crap. Lacey Evans is a small highlight from this. I can pick great. out. She's awesome. The wrestling during the week was great. Everything else that they did storyline-wise was fucking terrible. Yeah. So let's get to the Usi hot thing for a second. So Two of the, the U- best tag team wrestling tag teams. I think the Usos are the best. I think they're we, dying. We've all we seen speak. what the Revival can do. Yeah, the Revival are another. They are, honestly, they're one step ahead of the Ascension to me at this point, with all due respect. Yeah, Both of them are great killed. workers. They are, there's no, they're no threat. I don't even know what their, like, motto is, because now they go off the top rope half the time. Yeah. That bothers me. Like, it's really starting to get to me. Like, they were no, uh, no, no flips, flips, just fists. fists. Awesome t-shirt. I see Bret Hart tweeting about how he's a big fan of them. There's a lot of great like historical tie-ins with them and now they're losing their edge because they're losing and they're in stupid segments now the Usi hot thing is three, funny three well, weeks ex- ago though three weeks ago the usos cut a promo backstage on them that was great it was like rock ass they were going back and forth oh, yeah one of them just keep it like that even the back shaving stuff that's fine but like the Usi hot no especially being performed in the ring yeah. it's, it's tough so i guess this is a question i, I didn't hate it because just because i like where they're at least trying to do stuff i know it sounds dumb and maybe that's me with the positive wrestling fan because that's just what i am because i spend time watching this but uh, that wasn't the worst because that reminds me a lot of like the stupid stuff we used to like that reminds me of like when chris jericho and christian were in like towels and the dudley boys yeah. and like that kind of stuff and i think there was ass cream involved back then but like that's funny but it's just i don't know and then it's like so where does the story go from it? That's what bothers me about it. Nowhere. So, so, so are the Revival going to come back this week? And, like, they have to win the feud in a way. 
Don't they? But maybe they don't. I don't know. And then the Usos, the next night, show up on SmackDown. Now we're getting all over the place. SmackDown, Shane McMahon, who's a hero. The original house of the Uso Penitentiary. Yeah. (laughs) The Uso Penitentiary that AJ Styles built. Yep. Uh, (laughs) So the Usos show up on SmackDown, where Shane McMahon's about to crown the new tag team champions, which is uh, Rowan and the new Daniel Bryan. I will never call him Daniel Bryan. He's the new Daniel Bryan. I forgot about that. That's funny. Uh, So the Usos come out to interrupt. And they put on maybe the match of the, the week. Oh, great. Personally, I think they great. were outstanding. Even my wife was like into it because I actually didn't know what was going to happen. Because they're the Usos. And the, they're fucking awesome. And you have Daniel Bryan in the ring. And let's just be real. Like, and those guys, I want to see more of that, by yeah. the way. But we're not going to because this is a quote-unquote wild card. So Just get rid of the brand split. Because well, you have to, like, you can't, the brand split would make sense if you're fighting over one title. Like, if there's one yes, title between agreed. the two shows, then you can create an animosity. But if everybody has their own title, that's why the women's, like, tag team division, like, two or three weeks ago, had one of the best segments. Because everybody's like, oh, we're going after one thing from two different shows. If every show has its own belt, why would you ever have any animosity? It would be like, Unless- two teams in the same division, like, and they... It just makes no literal sense to, so, to do it anymore. The, the part that's really bothersome is what you just said. So should there be a brand split anymore? Not I've always been on, yeah, there should be, but they should just need to clean it up a little bit, especially where they're going to be on two different networks. But now, excuse me, there's all these reports now that, like, USA is unhappy. Fox is like, we need to do a lot more edgy and more sporty. Like, they need to change things. So it's like, okay, so since you've decided to, like, give all your creative control to these networks that are pissed off, everyone say, oh, the ratings are terrible. They're still getting over 2 million people watching. So as bad as it is, I know it doesn't compare. There's still people watching. The people still interested. Right now is a time where you need to figure out, do we keep the brand split or do we just cut it? Because the wild card is just this loophole to not have a brand, brand split. So which what, makes no sense. So when you want Lars Sullivan, who I don't even know who's going to be out be, of the WWE which honestly, very soon. Realistically, with all the issues they've had with that guy, just cut bait. He's so there's, good. There's these he's, a, he's a very good wrestler, but his character is a dumb character. You can have anybody though, play. He, they've had issues with him behind the scenes, for whether it's personal or not. We talked yep. about some anxiety stuff that was reported. Now you have him coming out and he's re- posted like racial stuff. Racial, you know do? sexual, homophobic. Yeah. Andy said something about Stephanie McMahon back in the day, like that he was like about her boobs or something. That's why he's the freak. Here's what I would say. Take him, cut him, and if he's good enough and if he goes out and bring him back later and if he can repent. You don't need him. You don't 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 need need a guy like that. Nobody wants to see that big giant freak anymore. But more importantly, like you don't need a guy like that in your locker room where like especially right now we're in this great place whether it's – for, for all sorts of people, for foreign, you know, all people of all different colors, where all these different parts of life, like, get rid of them. But back to the point of where he's like this character that they're trying to put on both. Like, don't put him on both brands. He's If anybody shouldn't be, it's him. Put him on one and let him dominate if you want to use a character like that. But I'm just, I don't know. This week really bothered me. Getting down Who's to the, hitting home runs for them? What characters are hitting home runs for them? In my opinion... Sami Zayn was okay. until they threw him in a dumpster. Even still, Sami Zayn. Uh, but he is. He is. He's is overall. He, is he a super athletic freak of a guy, or is he just like a guy like you'd see next door? I mean, he's obviously a big, bigger in belt, he's but he's like over, an everyday. He's, he's a guy you see next door. Okay, who else? Uh, hitting home runs. Yeah. In my opinion, I would say. Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston, without a doubt. Not a. Like, he's a very good athlete, but back in the day, you're like, all right, this is an African American black guy. Run-of-the-mill height, size, got a weird chest. Great fucking (laughs) story, though. He's worked that out. Yeah, yeah. Him and Jericho used to have indented chests. Yeah, great, great story. Becky Lynch, not the athletic freak that Charlotte is, not the lineage, just a great character. Yeah, you know what's funny? Daniel Bryan. Like, 
those are your guys who are crushing it. Take a look at what's working. It's not these big muscle head, like old school wrestling guys. It's the guys that you're connecting with because you know stuff about them. Yeah, and more importantly, like we were getting to though, if you want Lars Sullivan to be this big disturbing bad guy, get I got an idea. You already have him. Take him off the road for a couple weeks, recharacterize him as a badass. His name's Braun Strowman. And you yeah. completely dropped the ball with him. Yes. He's a guy who go back two years, he should be emboss type of heel. Like, bad guy. He's good in the ring. He's fast. He's athletic. He fits. He can he's cut a heel dominating. promo. Yes. It's just, that's what kills me about that side of the product. But, but do you get what I'm saying from a character standpoint? Like, if you look at the people who are having success, it's because they're naturally good characters. And they, 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 their character has just kind of spilled out over the years. You know Daniel Bryan actually cares about the environment. Becky Lynch has made herself a big thing online. The Kofi Kingston thing came out of nowhere, but it's 11 it, years, dog. And it's a 11 real 11 years, story. dog. Yeah. Like, it's a real fucking thing. It's not something that they decided to make a story. It's something that is a story that they're capitalizing on. probably feels deep down a lot of the stuff he's saying in the ring. That's why it comes across well. That's why I'm so mad that they already have put him back in the ring. Like, there's two characters, and we're going to get into one in a little bit. Uh, But two characters, I just – what they've done with them is must-see TV, and I don't want to see them in the ring. Is it Bray Wyatt? We'll get to the spoiler. Uh, One is Sami Zayn. I've loved him coming out in these promos he's cutting because he's actually compelling. It's different. I don't care if the crowd chants. Boring. Like, if they're chanting and they're actually engaged in it, that's good. Then there's Bray Wyatt who's like, I honestly – I'm going to be angry if they pull this thing too soon to get him in the ring or if we see him live on TV. Because here's a question. With those two guys specifically, in two different scenarios. Is WWE a wrestling television product or a traveling wrestling live show? They have to figure out how to do both well, and that's what they definitely do. But I feel like they don't know that answer. Like, are they a television show, so every week is a continuity piece week to week, and then if people... It has to be. Well, that's what it should be. And then you have to figure out how to give the live crowd what they paid to see during commercial breaks, during... The after which and before it, show. and it, Which is funny because recently I've noticed, I just scrolled their Twitter, and one of my new favorite things is go on WWE's Twitter Their dot com stuff is amazing. And there's all these exclusives, like the Iconics were out there, Titus yes. O'Neil, and you're seeing good, The video fun... on the fucking announcer guy that was 10 minutes, the mockumentary thing was great. That's like the Twitter and the stuff they're doing, in, and that's even stuff even live in front of the crowd. There's stuff they're doing behind the scenes. They're definitely trying to step up their game now because you're seeing a lot of their like, Instagram well, videos. Well, doesn't have their hand in, his hand in that shit. That's yeah, why He's probably letting good. people go and play, like whoever the people that hire yeah. these people. Because I saw one earlier, it's like your diet. It was Daniel Bryan, and then the Usos was pizza. It's like your diet, and Daniel yeah. Bryan's running. And then when Uso, oh yeah, they two, kick him. super kick. Yeah. I'm like, that's something you see on like bar stool. That's stuff you see on like a wrestling meme account. Yeah, exactly. Now they're decide. Okay, we got to hire some of these people with that mindset. To me, this is clearly they're top of the line in every single industry standard. I think except storyline. Like everything they do, like camera, and they'll get a few everything. right. Like they will. Yeah, they'll oh, get a hundred percent. They'll get a but few right, just, but they should be getting more right than not, and they're getting a lot wrong and very few right. Yeah, and I think what you said earlier when you're talking about like what does this guy look like? Like Finn Balor to me is one of the biggest conundrums. I was thinking about him. I was mowing the lawn earlier to him because I'm an adult uh, and I hate it. Uh, and I was mowing the lawn. I was thinking about Finn Balor. Like, I like Finn Balor. Yeah, but I don't love Finn Balor. Well, they haven't given you a reason to love him. Yeah, and it's because he's – right now he's the Intercontinental Champion. Like when he was going up against Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble, that was great because he was a, a underdog. underdog face. But he was strong. He looks good. And he was going up against a monster. Like I know I've said this a couple times, but I feel like that's what they're maybe trying to do with Lars Sullivan. But it's like you – he's probably the wrong guy because obviously he's – let's go off the ring or out of the ring issues. But it's like – who, they need to like identify four or five of those because like Daniel Bryan being a top heel is a 
good thing in a lot of ways, but it's a bad thing in others. Because well, he's more like you want to see him, like you want to pay to see him lose, but he's not like if that guy, like when Kofi Kingston beat Daniel Bryan, it was the best story for a lot of reasons, but it wasn't like the victory over that, like he overcame Daniel Bryan. Like He knows how way. to get his story across, whether he's good or bad in the ring, he knows how to do it. Yeah, He's very good at making people believe what he says and getting behind them. A guy like Finn Balor, who's kind of a weak promo, you need to do more work with him as a character backstage. Yeah, videos. Videos in feuds because he does have an interesting story. I've seen stuff oh on my, him. His, his uh, 24, whatever it was, when he was coming back from his injury. That was great. Oh, like he wanted a roof for this guy. He's with his dad and they're all hanging out at bars. Like, that stuff, that Irish heritage, by the way, is just an underrated heritage that like we don't talk enough in WWE. They don't do enough about like with some of those guys. They need to identify the people that are like that that really need to be produced and brought up. And then Lacey Evans is a person who I think could do both because if you heard her real-life story, like... Oh, my God. She it, was in the, uh, you know, whatever, Navy or Armed Forces. And even before that, when she was 10 years old, her parents, like, abandoned her. She yeah. almost died in her bathroom or some shit. Like, that would be a cool story when she turns face. But she's able to crush her character work right now. Her character is fucking awesome right yeah. now. She's, like, fucking as good as Cersei. And I'll, Game of Thrones right now is pissing me off, too, because they're insulting my intelligence. That's a whole other thing. It's like, you need to identify... Okay. Time, you know, Billy always used to always come on yeah. this podcast and be like, I wish they could be more like Game of Thrones. Well, Not guess now. what? You got your wish. Not no, now. they did. They are Not like now. Game of Thrones. It's like, hey, listen, you got all this time. We're going to jam a bunch of stuff, but we're not going to fill in all these little voids. But... Like, you need to identify the people who can, like, do everything, like Daniel Bryan, like, it seems like Lacey Evans, like Becky Lynch, and then you need to identify I don't want to go with Lacey Evans can do it all yet, but I think she's in a really good position. But right now, she's crushing it. But yeah, I know what you mean. The bar's you, really low for every, with everything else yeah, you're seeing. But you need to identify, like, Cesaro, probably not a guy that you can build through his promo and just, like, have him go out and be like, be this character. You need to build him up with story and surrounding things. Did he, he, I'm being honest, like, I'll be real with you. This week was really hard for me to watch between playoffs and Boston sports and being more interested in that and just, like, kind of seeing the way they've been doing stuff. Was Cesaro on Raw this week? I have week? no idea. Okay. I, that, I I apologize to even asked that remember. question because well that's another part but it's like he's one of those guys that like should be like Neville after WrestleMania 31 like you want to see Relaunch what he does it. every week yeah. and you just want to see what he does like oh he's on like who's he fighting like that him against Cedric Alexander was awesome that was a great way to like bring him in bring Cedric Alexander and it was just a good match I would have preferred each of them to have a match against uh, even lesser known guy just to like I've never seen. Uh, a guy really debut with like the superstar s and fucking have a loss. Yeah, was that like, was it's a weird story, on? but that's WWE yeah. stuff. Like like Buddy Murphy, I'm dying to see what's going to end up happening with him. I like, I'm nervous. That. I'm a big Buddy Murphy guy. I think he's great. No longer with Alexa care. Bliss, by the way. Broke up. Married. They were engaged. Aww. Engaged. Sad. No longer. No longer an. Now our slutty character might uh. Maybe, maybe there's a reason we've been seeing a, a little extra. Yeah. Wink, wink, uh, nod, nod. That's sad. Yeah. So I think you know with the wild card thing, like is I think what the part that's going to be the hardest part for like a v- casual viewer, I'm not giving us. Up. I'm not going to watch for a few weeks. But um, we got money in the bank. You want to watch pay per views at least? I'll watch the pay per view. Yeah, because money in the bank's got a great looking card. But again, it's going to be too long, and no one's and everyone's going to be pissed off. But um, what I was thinking about is like, so you turn on Raw this week. When do you know it's a superstar that was wild card? Like, and do you earn a wild card? And why do you care for a wild card? That's the part I think that's really pissing me off about this the, the I don't situation know even what it means it but like let's just say AJ anything. Styles wants to go back on Smackdown again this week like why like what is the reason so who, who has the pass who gets that's what it? I mean how Who's, do you earn it can you earn it it's is like an, thing is this like earned is it like a fucking actual card and if you earn it what is it, is it wild is that just a card they walk in with like a Joker's card 
That'd be a great way to make a character. But I, it's just very frustrating because that's what bothers me. Is like there's enough of there's like lack of continuity, like week to week, who wins, who loses. Like you'll lose a match one week, the next week you're the number one contender for the championship, and you win. Like Jinder Mahal type of style, like just jobber enhancement talent wins a f- five way, wins a title. It's like okay, it's like those. There's things no are, structure. No, and it's really hard to watch that sometimes because you start to get to the point where you're like. Okay, so you're not connecting any dots, in your, but you're trying to pretend like this is a continuous show. Like last week, we all know what happened, but when this Michael week Cole matter. freaks out, the big dogs on Raw. It's like, dude, he was on Raw like a fucking three weeks ago. Yeah, who fucking cares? Like, or just what, say Roman is here, defying all. Like, just be smarter with no, that. No, it's up. it's just so meaningless that he's there. Like, we know there's no allegiance, there's no big like thing. Like who? Like when you? We've all been in meetings. I, like you've probably been in creative meetings where oh, yeah. people are pitching ideas. Mm-hmm. When a idea like, "Hey, what if we did a wild card? That'll fix it. That way we can have everybody on both you know, shows." Billy, like, you know that they didn't man, call it a wild card. Some jerk ended up coming in. One of these guys that's been has so dumb up there. Like too bizarre shakeup. You think the person that came up with the idea of they're like, "Oh, let's do a draft every year again." No, no, we don't want to call it a draft. Well, what are we going to call it? Then some idiot or or it's somebody going around like, "I don't know. It's like a shake. I guess we got to shake things up." It's like, oh. That's it. Like wild Colossal tussle. I wish that was it. I wish at this point. I forget Russell. Like when somebody pitches even that idea of let's just have Roman Reigns come on to this show and AJ Styles can go to that show. It's no big deal. Nobody will care. Like if I was in that meeting, I'd be like, well, what the fuck are we doing? Like why? This makes no sense. We just did this. Why are we going to do that? That makes no sense. Like, or at least without a reason, like, oh, Roman Reigns is coming to Raw. We'll have a specific reason and give us a like. He just fought Drew McIntyre again. That's all it was. And it was funny because think about this: he fought Drew McIntyre in a match I still haven't seen at WrestleMania. Let's call it lost in the middle towards the end of the card. Then he comes back to face Drew McIntyre on Raw, which was lost in the middle towards the end of the card. It wasn't a main event. It wasn't even a big deal. Like nobody cares about it. the result. Didn't matter. I don't even know no, who won, but I'm guessing it was him. I like, fucking watched Raw in nine minutes. But you know what I mean? Like that's. <laughs> I ended up watching the Daniel Bryan Kofi. I watched the beginning. I was into it for a little while, and then it's like, come on. Like, what is the point of it then? There's no point to any of it. It it's really is ratings. It's just trying to get ratings, it's but like, it's not going to work. But because you're insulting you- the, the. Nobody wants to see that. I just saw all of it. <laughs> and but there's and they don't even say, like they're basically telling you without saying like. We know you want to see Roman Reigns more, so we're going to put him out there more. Well, then just make him a champ. Like, I, I don't want this to happen. But then, like you said, let's have one champion. Let's just get it together, WWE. One champion. And if you want to keep the brand split, you got to have a, a number one contender from one brand while the champion's on the other. Like- Build your characters properly. They don't want to take the time. They're so worried about ratings that they keep throwing these fucking gambits at you, like a literal fucking wild card. Makes no sense. And people like that are your core fan base like us are getting fucking pissed because it doesn't make any sense yeah, it's, and it's just so insulting and i think who's most insulted aside from there's obviously viewers and most importantly your viewers and that your ticket buyers the people that spend money on your product are one and number two is your talent this oh my is god i can sad. only imagine like kofi like we you brought him up but at least he's the champion and he fought twice this week and he's defending a championship he like fine but like we talked about like the revivals of the world even like guys like even aj styles right now like again he's also in a big championship program but like even becky lynch it's like come on guys like we got to do a little bit more like i'm doing better stuff on twitter than we're doing on tv like 100%. you don't think people even like Paige now with her with like the the i don't know if she if they've officially become the pirate uh, princesses or the, a million, the emperors of the pirates they have so many 
guys lost in the shuffle that when AEW opens up, it's gonna be like, yeah, why the fuck won't I go there? Like you're unless you just want the more money, the bigger paycheck with WWE. If you're an artist and you want like to be good at your craft, and AEW's legit, I'm fucking ghost. Oh. I am gone like wwe must be miserable when you're like hey we're doing a wild card thing tonight kofi you're gonna have to go do a promo with mcmahon and like actually be like you are a genius for this rule but like i would have been like what the fuck yeah but again we're we're talking about top of the end these are still the filet mignon of the situation like i just read on um edge and christian's pot of awesomeness they had ty dillinger on ty dillinger said when he went to him and said like i'm done i'm not renewing like i gotta get out of here they, we're gonna offer him more money. Like, wh- what kind of sick? Like, talk about like crazy ex girlfriend. That's what WWE seems like right now. All these guys that like want to leave, they're being told like, "Here's a ton more money. Don't go anywhere." But it's like you're Ty Dillinger, and I don't mean this rude to him or to the WWE for building what they did with him. But I'd be like, "Yeah, then see you the f later, buddy." Like, that's how what they happened? Said they used. To that's operate. what like Vince McMahon. They've always Bruce Pritchard. You've heard on the podcast when people want to leave, he lets them go. Like, yeah, you don't, don't want you people don't want there. That guy there. But then there's the stories like Luke Harper's been dying to leave. He puts out all these posts, and then they're like, "Oh, you were out for five months. But we're going to keep you here for that longer time." It's like, no, let them go. If they're if if they're so good, then you just steal them back in the future. Like that's what's killing me. It's like. You've heard all these stories about Dolph Ziggler right now. I guess he's in this like flux where he's still in contact with WWE, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't really want to wrestle anymore because yeah. like he, you, we've seen ups and downs. He's probably been one of your favorite wrestlers. Then one of those guys like, oh, he's still around. Like you don't think there's a reason that Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins are your tag team champions? Yeah, they're like, trying to pacify him so they don't leave. I, seriously, and those are two guys. At least Zack Ryder specifically. Kurt Hawkins has been out there in the independents for a while, but it's like. They know, okay, he's going to at least get attention out there, so we got to keep him happy here. Let's give him the tag titles. I, if I'm AEW, like, WWE is fucking up hardcore right now. They are blowing, like, whatever lead they currently have on a brand that hasn't even launched yet. I would put my show on Monday night, and I would try to get it to a channel that's right near their channel, just like WCW did way back in the day, and put on a product right up against them. Put it on at fucking 7 o'clock. Put it on at 7.30. No, put, put it, it on, on at 8.30. Eight. Put it on at 8. One of those things because people will be like, oh, like, Ross sucks right now. Let me click over because I'm probably DVR well, in it anyways. You can – I honestly thought it was never going to happen, but they're so bad right now. I would 100% if AEW was good, I'm done watching Monday Night Raw if it's on fucking Monday. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to do it. Let's just be real. But it doesn't mean they won't do it in the future. I just don't see them coming out of the gate with it. But I mean, how many characters do you care about right now in, in wrestling? In WWE? Wrestle, uh, WWE? Like, it's funny. When you say, how many characters do I care about? There's really one I care about right Daniel now. Daniel Bryan? Character? Well, I guess Daniel Bryan. I just love Daniel Bryan. I was thinking, like, not as much as character. I just like him as a wrestler. He's not always a character. The thing yeah. with wrestlers, like, he's this planet guy, but he doesn't talk all the time like he was when he's a champion. But the number one character I'm the most interested in, let's get into him, is Bray Wyatt. He yes, okay. intrigues me so much. Let's just put all this crap to the side yeah. for a second. We'll talk about Bray Wyatt before we hit the road. So I've heard a lot of different scenarios, and I am of the mind on this thing of really, like, I don't know what they're doing. I'm not really super entertained by it, but I am interested. I want to so see. the intrigue levels up. The, the intrigue levels, levels at, like, a, the a middle point. The entertainment, it's like I'm waiting for the next shoe to drop. And if they but that's a WWE thing of ever. Yeah, I'm I'm like waiting to see if they can. They're, they're not going to hit a home run with this. They're just not. I have mm-hmm. no confidence that they're going to do this right. But I think they could. There's a way to do it. But they just won't do it. They'll either they either have the right idea and they're going to get scared and do something else, 
or they're going to WWE it, and they're just not going to do anything smart with it. But right now, I'm watching it every week, seeing, like, what little Easter eggs he drops or anything like that. So I'm really interested. So I've kind of, like, watched a ton of these. He's put all this stuff. His Twitter game is on fire, tying everything in. So all this whole thing about, oh, there was eight straight weeks I cut a promo and I dropped these lines. I think that's a red herring. I think that's bullshit. But if it is cool, like, if he just probably dug that back out because there's no way he knew back then. WWE's never creative enough to go years with storylines. Especially something that's, like, with this in between. They're not lost. Or, like, How I Met Your Mother. It's, like, everything's for a future game. So I thought about this so in the first one he killed he did the help hurt it was it's like helpful hurt yeah help and hurt are the yeah. two things on his hands he put hurt and he cut his old bray wyatt look in half so we we very much established that bray wyatt is very aware of who he was and now he's changing those things so he's got uh was it wendy the witch i always forget her name abby abby thank you so that's probably like a sister abigail type reference so in the second oh, week shit. well i'm just <laughs> painting the picture like he did in the second week he painted the fire which was when like randy orton burnt down the sister abigail to get abigail lived in. built, built uh there. just like aj styles so <laughs> then you saw that so it's like okay he's killing that character off and then this week we saw mercy the buzzard mercy yeah Waylon mercy which is cool because i guess that was his his uh Waylon mercy i saw for like two days but he would say um his catchphrase is the same thing that Mercy the, uh, the yeah. Buzzard says. It's like, well, you know, man, something like that. Anyways, so he kills Rambling Rabbit. And Rambling Rabbit, when you think about it, was probably Bray Wyatt. Because all Bray Wyatt did all the time was freaking ramble. Yeah. All he did with his promos when he was, as the Bray Wyatt character, would just come on and ramble, 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 just say all these random things. Yeah. So over these three weeks, it's like you're seeing all these pieces to the death of what he was. So it makes me intrigued to be like, are they just going to completely keep doing this for maybe a few more weeks to segue to whatever this new thing's going to be? Or is there going to be what I hope is this multi-personality person? That's who, what I'm hoping. That- like he's like, because we saw sociopath last week and then it was all these ideal, what did he say? Like Rambling Rabbit, I, he was forcing all of his like idealistic um, bohemian thoughts on us. And it's like, that's basically what Bray Wyatt was doing when he was, but he was losing all his matches. So he lost all of the steam of his character. So now I'm really interested to see, like, where does this go? The part with the kids, though, this week really aggravated me because it showed, like, a reality where these – because I was hoping this would all be, like, a thing in, in his, his head. head. And I'm like, oh, that's really weird when you see kids there. It still could it be. It still but. could be in his head. I just hope it's some sort of split personality, like the what was the glass movie or whatever yeah. it is. Something like that where he's legitimately fucking insane. His character is just nuts, and this is just – one of his personalities, and he might come out and wrestle as that sometimes. Other times, he might come out as like fucking Waylon Mercy. If that's the character, something along those lines where he's like in and out of characters, going nuts, totally on board with something like that. I guarantee you that won't be what it is, though. I just love the theme, too, by the way. I think oh, I need to find it. Oh, theme. my God. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, I laugh every time. It's yeah. like, we're all happy that you're a friend. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. This is a dream that'll never, ever end. Oh, it's so, it's like perfect. And the thing that I, that we, you know, it's all reports again, but it's like he's very much involved with every aspect of this. Obviously, he's working with some creative writers. They're pitching. The thing about Bray Wyatt that I hope does work out just because he seems like someone that really cares. Yeah. He seems like someone that genuinely is like, all right, I want to do this and here's where I want it to go. Because if this fails, he's fucking done. Yeah, and you know what? He should probably, but he did. Not that anybody wants to lose a job, but then he should be done. Like, when you do stuff like this, this is the problem. I think there is a lot of safeness, and you've heard this for years from who, who returned that time and said the locker room's very safe. I can't remember off the top of my head. Someone that was gone, but it came back. It wasn't Brock Lesnar. Someone that was like a, a, an attractive. Booker T? Made have been Booker T, but it was someone who was gone for like a, like almost last, like, like a six year gap. 
maybe Jericho. Either way, I'm never going to remember. So, But they said when they came back, everybody was so safe. They yeah. did what they were told, and they went out and performed. And, you know, there's no better look at that than, like, like all these frustrations we have with some of these characters. Now we're just frustrated with the product. But the characters, that's really what it is. These guys are not going out there and being like, yo, it's Nobody's grabbing that. the bull by the horns. Nobody's afraid to make a mistake. Yeah. Nobody nobody will is willing to make a mistake. Nobody's willing to go out there and just try something. And we, that's what we want to see. That's what fans, that's like, that's like you watch NBA, NHL. Somebody, sometimes you're going to make a big, big mistake when you're trying to make a play. Yeah. But sometimes you need to risk that to make said play. I mean, just go back to all of the big characters that were really launched during the Attitude Era. All of them will say, yeah, I just went out there, tried to top the last guy. It wasn't what they had written, but I had to do something. Yeah, and you know, I, I heard a very interesting before we wrap up. I heard a very interesting thing: the Dean Ambrose Seth Rollins match at uh, I can't remember what the hell was the last okay. of last year, but when Dean turned, it was like a wrestling match, and it was like a fine wrestling match. But oh, the, oh, that match was fucking terrible. But my point, but like they hate each other. Like me and you hate it was a each blood other. Feud. It's be, a blood feud, yeah. and then we're doing like grapples. Like, even, like, Triple H and Batiste, like, one second they're ripping, like, nose rings out of each other, and the next minute there's an armrest. Like, yeah, that just doesn't happen. So, they were saying, like, when that happens, like, don't the wrestlers ever go, like, that's not what we're doing. Like, we need to know. Like, no. Or they say, hey, me and you, when we go out there, we're going to do this. Yeah, hell yeah. And you're probably going to get, let's go, with punished for some reason. But then the, if the result is good and the fans see it, like, then it turns everything around. Kofi Kingston would not be in the championship match because he was booked that way. There was an injury, and then when he went out there, the fans just died for him. He's like, oh, my God, look at Kofi. Like, that's my guy. He wouldn't have – that would have never happened. That wasn't in the storyline. It was his performance in the things that he was given. Like, that's why it happens, and it just bothers me because I think that's what we're seeing. That's why I hope, like, someone like Bray Wyatt, who's actually sitting down and probably looks like he's trying to do something, to be different, to stand out, to make people want to see. Like, that's why I'm tuning into Raw. I want to see what Bray Wyatt does. I don't it, care as a wild card. They're running it like it's, I don't even know, like an amusement park. Like, they, like they <laughs> just get people park. through the turnstiles, show them the same old show. Hopefully everything goes to plan. But that's not why you watch wrestling. That's not why you you're not you'll never be entertained in that way by this kind of a product. Yeah, you need surprises, you need mystery, you need aggression. Like again, they brought it up on the Jobberknocker, but on Raw, you didn't see a match of any kind, even physical contact, till like almost thirty fucking five minutes into the program. What, what are we doing? Like you and I can't believe, have that, like, every who's your house party. Oh, that was fucking ridiculous. But at least they fought jobbers. Yeah, I'm giving some credit. they are jobbers. Like, oh, are we relaunching those guys? If so, whatever, I'll get behind it because I'm not going to. You know, this week they'll probably end up losing to somebody else. Yeah, they just they there's no consistency, there's no structure. I don't know what I'm watching, and I've said this before. I'll say it again. I, I want to create a scale. I pitched it to the guys over the job in Arca, but like the masturbation scale. Would I rather be caught masturbating or watching this wrestling thing? You don't have to pitch to them. You can just do it. Yeah. You just It's Billy's masturbation scale. Got it. So there was a lot of things. The wild card rule, if I had to like, I would not show that to a friend. You'd I, rather be caught masturbating? Yes. Then, then, show- then, then have to admit to somebody I watched that like as entertainment. Vince McMahon telling people the idea. there's a wild card rule. That was embarrassing for me. I was like, because I was watching the Celtics game, yeah. uh, somebody showed me an article of like what Vince McMahon said, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I have to go home and watch this." Show. Yeah, I watched it live. I didn't mind the beginning, but it started getting really annoying when Vince was like, "I'm a genius. I'm doing something." Like that's when Roman Reigns should have punched him out. When Roman Reigns punched him out the first time, it made no sense. And now it wasn't even like winking at it; like he was 
just old and being like, guys, I'm going to say that I'm a genius because this is a great fucking idea, right? Yes, boss. It's like, if that's the way it's going on. It's the way I believe Triple H is always in WrestleMania because someone goes, well, we can't not have Triple H or Shane McMahon. You cannot have Triple H. It's like, enough. Just do the best, what is best all the time, but... Oh my God in heaven! We did get a Twitter question about Bray Wyatt, so I do want to ask you. We kind of we obviously touched upon him. They said the Bray Wyatt Firefly Funhouse. Where do you want it to lead? So aside from the character, like where do you? Well, you kind of said like the split 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 personality. personality. Okay, let's go with this. I'll change it just for the argument. Who do you want it? Who do you want to be in a feud with? Who is the first person you think could help with this? Because that's going to be the hardest part. I don't know. It's weird because. Him and Daniel Bryan would be great, but mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan's a heel, and I'm hoping the Bray Wyatt character is a heel. Can, yeah. Cannot be babyface. Kofi Kingston would be pretty cool. Go right to the main event, though, with him? Yeah. Fucking, he's Bray Wyatt. Finally I, get this know, guy but... launched. Give him the belt. Leave it see, on I him feel, for a while. See, I feel like he's one of those guys that I want to see like play, fight in, like Titus O'Neil. Now, that sounds really dumb. Even fine. That's fine. Because, make, make Titus O'Neil a star. I'm cool with that. But, like, get him in with guys that, like, and, like, slowly work his way up. I feel like we've gotten, like, even Lacey Evans. Like, I'm a big fan of Lacey Evans, but right in the title picture, it's giving her a great highlight. She's become good, but it's like, so if she wins, she's the champion, and they're going to have to, like, push that. Or if she loses, like, how do you keep the steam going? That's you can figure out a way to do it creatively, but I, I 100% agree with you. I think you either put him right in the main event, or you can have him... I want you to, could like, build this for like a whole year of him, like one month just taking on Titus O'Neil, the next month taking on fucking I don't know Cesaro. Yeah, like, like that shit thing. would be interesting. Especially and then you could the build right. a little package around every single one of them where he just has Firefly Funhouse or whatever the hell it leads to, and then it's like we're gonna have a match at the next pay per view. You don't have him even wrestle on TV for a while, or if he does, he's fighting like. A jobber in like a diaper or something. The weird. only thing you don't want, I don't think anybody wants, you don't want puppets on television, like puppets in arena. No. Like we can't have that. This all needs to no. be this recorded stuff and like keep that going too. The thing that I always worry about when there's vignettes for new characters, they do all the cool stuff, then you start seeing them in the ring again and they lose all that. I'm telling you, the last character that was successfully launched that I can remember like this was fucking Bo Dallas. Like oh, uh, you said successfully launched. He was. He was. T- he was like Until on they a- lost our truth. Well, made no sense they were building yeah. a guy who i thought was like this is a guy who's intercontinental championship level right now he's comedy act he's really good in you the know what's ring. funny people listening to this probably don't even remember this at all like that's how it's like four or five years yeah but ago. it's just like how bo dallas like he was like such an annoying he's like kind of like what daniel bryan is now with like a less like he was like, the best segment evil. on the show consistently every week whether it was bad giant Victor, yelling at um oh, big show not big show oh um uh, kali yes he had something memorable every the victory week. lapse. How the, about victory the victory lapse? lapse. It was great. He was a well built character. They had the promos where you're like, "What the fuck is this promo?" Then he comes out, Bo leave. I will never forget this in my entire life. I was at a wrestling event. I'm leaving the bathroom. A little kid comes up to me outside of there and goes, "All you gotta do is Bo leave." And I was just like, "To you? Aw. Yeah." And then your life has never been the same since. But like, he he was a guy that like. That's a character that was built correctly, and then they just had him lose, and then they fucking just yeah, got rid of him. Yeah, lost our truth with no reason. But he was entertainment. Yeah. And they never, yeah, they just, they don't capitalize on these things. We don't know why. Then don't do it. Then don't launch any characters. I feel like now WWE, with all the things we're saying, they play everything so safe because they never want to give, I don't know if it's a CM Punk, Punk effect, they don't want to give somebody such a big thing because they feel like they're going to screw them at the end. They don't want the stars to be bigger than the product, but that is what makes you bigger. Like movies, like The Rock is bigger than his movies. Like yeah. that's always going to be the way. Like when you think of, um, like, 
Avengers, it's a little bit different, but like a lot of those guys still, their characters are bigger than like if Robert Downey Jr. said one day, like I'm not going to come back as Iron Man, they crap themselves. But they have to have faith, you have to have contracts, you have to do all this stuff the right way. Yeah. And, and the last thing, I know you tweeted this is old now, but like Endgame is still not the best example for me. But it's like they talked about how there was three hours, all these characters, and like working out. Did it well. They, working out they, WWE. Like you know, forget about WrestleMania. Like I know that was like the reference from Brian Gortz, but it's like how about just Raw? Like. Hey, three hours, you have all these characters, the fuck make out. it that work. That was 22 movies, they wrapped up nicely. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming Fine. you didn't like it. Yeah, no, it was not a great movie. I thought it was awesome. But... The last scene's cool. The movie's a... What last scene? The last scene of uh, the Avengers. Like, the fight. The toy dump. Oh, yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah. But I, I, I thought, like, all the stories at least connected and made sense. I wasn't like... Why, they, why is that guy with that guy? Like, why are they doing that? Well, now? they showed you and it streamlined through. And where Raw, it's, it's just like this yeah. jumbled mess. It's just don't overthink it. You know what I think, honestly, and we're going to end this? Stop hiring TV writers. I know it sounds dumb, but that's all. You ever go on their website, if you look at jobs, they're always looking for writers. But it says, I have 13 years of comedy writing. I have 13 years of drama. Like, how about stop hiring some of those people and hire, like, people that are either within your organization already that already have the mind for wrestling? They they have and or like will, retired I, wrestlers. I will give Zach the credit, and he says it all the time. They have the formula. NXT does it successfully yeah. every week. They put and on you know shows. Funny? You know, what's a big part lines. of the NXT creative. Fucking Triple H. But, oh yes, but you know who else? Like not, it's not Vince. He's, no, no, it's not. He has no point. Okay, Michael Cole. That I believe it. And how crazy is that? Because everyone wants to crap on him, but he has a mind for the business, just oh, like yeah. Jr. Just like all these guys. He's just in a shit position because he's not allowed to probably be exactly what he really it's monday wanted. night yard oh but just i just just stopped it there quickly yeah, last please. thing i want to say like we were talking about building characters and i'm just i was just trying to think of a guy from nxt that they could take and build a character like they did with bo dallas yeah like the street prophets yeah those guys when they come on time 2.0 exactly Primetime had great pro. I was like, they had great like they were awesome. promos. They were characters. I mean, they were racist as hell, but like at the time, it was acceptable and it was good stuff. Like the Street Profits should have like a month or two of promos of like, these are the kind of guys we are, and when they come up, you're gonna you're gonna know who they are. Yeah, that's that's how I you used look, to do yeah. it. That's how you. That's why like Ricochet and Alistair Black aren't as good as they should be. You should have had like legit. Old school vignettes for these guys. Well, they're they starting to do a little bit with Alistair Black. They keep doing now. They are because they, he doesn't have anything. Yeah, because now they solo. It's all right. What do we? How do we launch him again? But I think I, I'm very interested to see where well, it goes. They're shitty anyways. They're just darkly shot with him just saying nonsense and fade to black. Uh, he's like Bray Wyatt. Yeah. But I hope like he's such a good in ring presence. He's such a good character. Like look, should I say he has the look of everything? So hopefully it works out. It's just it is. It's frustrating. It's hard to be a WWE fan. But we will keep you informed on all things going AEW. We'll be back next week. We're gonna have money in the bank preview it drink. does look like a great card it's got some really interesting stuff i just it's really hard to get geared up for a monday night it's really hard to get geared up even for smackdown like i love smack smackdown is one of my favorite shows i will say it on and on Not two recently. hours and you know even recently i i can sit down and watch two hours because it usually starts and ends pretty like Succinctly, it's yeah. not bad. It's like okay, we're getting a good hot start. We get a good finish. Championship matches be great, but there's so much crap with like where Raw is like this overarching cloud, and it's like enough. Just they, I don't know. We we have all the solutions. Everybody, listen, we're not in there. I get it's a business, and that's the part that sucks. They're really making the business bigger than the product, and it hurts. I've been in creative meetings. I've seen how a business is run. They're bad at it. Yeah, story, but you know what? The They're making tons part. of money. They're not making it. Oh, they got CM hurt Punk, last time. CM Punk legitimately nailed it. 
Like they should. Like now they're probably Vince is a billionaire again. But like he's also taking sh- money to football league. Yeah, they should be bigger than they are. Their stories should be better than they are. They are like the brand. They are the McDonald's. They're the Disneyland. Kleenex, they're, baby. They're Kleenex. They are wrestling. They are professional wrestling, and they. I hope they lose the lead. I hope they're not the main company ever again. Like I hope AEW takes it and runs with it because they are fucking up because they don't know what they don't know. Like Vince or whoever is coming up with the wild card rule, the superstar shakeup, you should no longer be in charge of storylines because you have no, like no fucking idea what you're doing. And yes, you can point to they're still getting ratings, they're still doing all this, no, the, but it could be so much better. And it is deteriorating as we see, and even their stockholders said that. So, all right, that is Billy D. Billy Biceps back in the houses, but it's refreshing to be back. It hurts to be back sometimes because this has not been the most exciting of times for wrestling. But you know what? I always try to find a way to positively spin it. I know you said earlier you're going to tell everyone not to watch Raw. I'm going to just do my best. I'm going to watch what I want to watch. I'm not going to sit down. It's not going to It's not going to own my Monday night, and I'm very interested to see what AEW does. So like I said, we'll keep it locked with that. We'll be back next week. We have Money in the Bank preview predictions, and we're going to have a reaction to that, which also, WWE, another bad timing, the same night as the Game of Thrones series finale. Which is, Money in the Bank. Which is trending to be... It doesn't matter. It's still going to oh, be... Oh, well, everybody's going to watch yeah. it. Somebody was like, well, I'm still going to watch it. No fucking shit. You're still going to watch it. I'm going to still watch it. But, like, you're insulting my intelligence with the shit you're pulling. Like, just turning it into a regular TV show. Like, hey, I got to talk to you, John. Like, what? Like, the slow-mo of, like, a high school scene where Daenerys is like, nobody's looking at me. No one like That never fucking happens. The just the fucking exposition scenes of Varys and, like, fucking Tyrion being like, she's crazy. She is crazy. What are we going to do? What should we do? That never has happened in the history of the show. They never play it out like that. The only character who is still unflappable is Cersei. Oh. Hasn't changed, still acting like she should act. Her character makes sense. She's doing everything. The scenes from next week where she's smiling over the fucking masses. With, it's like one of the best shots I've ever seen in television. Like, her face is perfect. Like, she's just a fucking villain. So we'll go on the Game of Thrones, Billy uh, Masturbation Scale. Would you rather be caught masturbating or caught watching last week's Game of Thrones? I will say the scene with, um, John, like, Arya confronting John. it was like watching a scene from, like, a high school, like, like iCarly. But they might have done it better. It was just, what What are we doing here? This is not the... the you, you can't do it in seven or six episodes. However epi- many episodes they six. have, they need to double it. Well, it's too late. I know it's too late. We got two left. Yeah. They're, and, like, the Night King? Who is he? What's his motivation? They're saving it all for the fucking prequel story? Well, that's a little bullshit to your fucking loyal viewers of eight years. You're not going to give us a damn thing? He's what? Just, he's just a Night King. What? He's just the guy you saw in the beginning of the first oh. episode of the first scene. They're going to come back and fucking the last one with the wild card rule. Like, it's it's fucking awful. He's back. It's going to say, uh, it's like, we'll be back with another show. And have you seen the fucking, the, the writers on, like, all these late night shows? So is the Night King done? I don't know. Maybe he is. But shut the fuck up. Well, he better be done. I don't want to see him again. I already saw him killed. It's like video games. All right. Anyways, that is uh, the return. You can follow him, Billy D. No match of the pod? You, you got a match? Yeah. All right. Sorry. I was trying to avoid it because I didn't know if you had a match. No, I did. Uh, go out and all get right, the blind the date DVDs. You remember those things? Blind Date, the TV show. Yeah. Do you remember those, though? I, that's not a match. I know it's not a match, but I just really wanted to tell people to go out and watch it. Cause blind it's awesome. Date. Is that the one with the, the little pop-ups? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good show. I used to um, I used to watch that a lot. Like It was on like 1 in the morning after yeah. all. And they, they were never unedited, but they sometimes let the swears out. Yes. And I was like, oh, this is a great show. That was a good show. It was phenomenal. They should bring it back. It was one of the – you could do it now with the dating apps. Ooh, like Tinder, blind date, or like Tinder date or yeah. something. Yeah, blind bumble, I don't know. It would be bad, though, because everything now just doesn't do as good as it used to be. 
So, and that's such a... You could have it on the dating app as, like, a, a show Ooh, to watch. like a streaming thing. Yeah, and then, like, you could get a chance to try to date one of the people who was... No in... longer, like, doesn't stay with the other person? Yeah, on the date. Hmm. You know what? Save that idea for your work. Yeah. All right. But with that, there's your match of the pod. And uh, like I said, we'll be back next week. We have money in the bank. We'll see what else happens with AEW. Again, at BillyD2411, I am at Jason D. Rossi. Make sure you subscribe, share, share the podcast. Send your questions in to us because we'll be back next week, hopefully with a little more of a cheerier mood. But until then, enjoy it. Go out and do something good for yourself. Go buy something. Go go for a run. Eat some pancakes. Just do something that makes you feel better about life. Pancake power. Yeah, pancake power. It even ties in. So uh, we'll be back next week. Frank says hi.